Hello, I'm Angela. And I'm Marie, the second half of this mother and daughter team. Welcome to Chalker Checkups. We're here to guide you on your quest for spiritual knowledge and enlightenment. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome back. Happy New Year, 2024. Who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk? <laughs> yeah, we made it through an entire year and a couple months of podcasting and we haven't forgot about you and we're still doing it and we love you all and thank you for listening. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're back. And I like to start the year with uh, positivity and, you know, positive reinforcement. That sounds great. Yeah. So positively wonderful. Positively <laughs> wonderful. Great. So is there any resolutions you would like for this new year? New Year's resolutions. Well, I mean, it's such a it's such a cliche, but actually on my weight issue, I want to lose more weight. Well, actually, I don't need to lose it. I it can go wherever it wants. It doesn't have to be lost. <laughs> but but I on that front, I think So you I, would like to find new I find a new weight that's lower than the there. one I have now. That, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, don't doesn't involve losing anything. I had this experience in a ceremony recently, not one that was taking anything, just a, like a meditation of meeting this elemental in a giant uh, granite boulder, and he. I saw a window went into this boulder and he said, you have been on this planet for a thousand years. I have been in this rock for more than a thousand years. Why don't you come in and talk to me? <laughs> come hang out and have a cup of tea <laughs> or whatever. Cool. And it did, it just looked like this rocky, you know, like a, an older man, old fat man that uh was made up of a bunch of crumbles of rock uh-huh so kind of like what they portray trolls to look like a little bit like elemental yeah. trolls yeah yeah it kind of crunched down so you all fit in the rock okay so i said well okay so what what are you going to teach me i don't know why i asked that but and he said about the uh orientation of the earth in the universe and how the universe functions not like sounds okay. cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's small. <laughs> You're like, yeah, let me open the door right now. And I said, well, what, what will that do for me? And he said, you will become lighter. Yeah. And then I, I've told a few people when they said that means more light. And I'm thinking, no, I'm going with, I'm going to lose weight. <laughs> See, I definitely think it means like you're going to have more brightness of light within you more healing you ability more wrong. light it could mean i'm i could be wrong okay we'll come back to this when you go you remember that day you were right just remember those words for the future <laughs> anyway so uh my other uh my other goal for this year would be to uh see a lot more whales i'm loving seeing all the whales and it's just fabulous on Christmas Day, you took your drone out. We saw, we saw these whales literally got drone footage of a whale rolling onto its back, flipping its flippers, rolling to one side, rolling another side. And it's just so amazing. I didn't even know they did this. And I just love everything about whales. So 
that's my we're in a great place to see more whales so i will take you on all of the ocean whale tours i don't know about that but all of the ones that are possible to take down here we will do well uh, that was not necessarily my goal that's an interpretation but seeing them is good um well we will see whales on all of these different tours okay well let's put the flip-flop on the other foot what are what are my goals for the new year um i like to try to read a book a month which i completed just barely just last year um and kind of use that as a way of getting off my phone more i uh am going after my scuba dive master so that i could start guiding tours for scuba which i think will be really great and we'll see all uh you know i want to work out more and lose lose weight or you know gain a new weight (laughs) (laughs) however you phrase it so but uh we'll see how how many days that can uh continue i'm also trying to continue my duolingo streak so i'm up to like 240 days so far so we'll see if i can complete one whole year of learning spanish and being better at that I had this dream that um, I woke up and I could speak Spanish and, but it was like from being a a man in Spain Uh and I had a very aristocratic Spain, Spanish type of accent, but that would be okay with me because it would still be more than what you know now. (laughs) My accent's so bad now. Every time I say something, the, the locals here just shake their head and roll their eyes so yeah it's uh pretty bad i mean even teaching you the the basic things buen provecho you know which is what they say for basically bon appetit here let's, let's hear you say it now nope <laughs> <laughs> it's one no, I, i'm not putting that on a podcast <laughs> it's one that i work on with you every every time well and my ongoing goals my four simple goals which i will always adhere to create more light help alleviate suffering do random acts of kindness as often as i can and to change consciousness in the world Mm -hmm. for small things for small things but good good things and I, we can change consciousness in the world. Oh, uh, people like yourself with marvelous chakras and, and compassion and love, you are like a hundred thousand watt candle. Someone that would want to hurt people, exploit them or something of that nature. They're like a little paper match going out. So we don't have to change consciousness for everybody just about 10 percent of the population and i do think that this generation or this time period people are starting to wake up and be more in tune with their own bodies and enlightenment or it's just it's just more open to talk about a lot of these spiritual 
things than it has been in the past. I think so too. And I, and I think that's great. And I think part of that is doing that and just accepting who you are, being who you are. The other part of it is actually stepping into and being responsible for your spiritual authority. Mm -hmm. People that have power objects are, have great spiritual power, have gold in many chakras. These are things that they earned over hundreds of hundreds of years and they are not, they have natural authority. And I think I'll say to a lot of the people that have that, do you feel like you're the only adult in the room? And they say, always, <laughs> but yeah, you always call me the cynical psychic, <laughs> <laughs> but they don't, they don't actually step into that and say, okay, I am going to be this authority. Yeah. I do have knowing I do have all this and it makes a difference. If we do that, it makes a huge difference both in the way you feel physically and everything else. It's going to make a difference in every aspect of your life and in the lives of everybody else. Well, if I've learned anything this year, it's that healing is a choice. You have to want to be better. You have to want to feel better. You have to be able to look at some of the parts that you don't want to look at to heal them. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, you don't have to like examine them, but you, you have to you, be able to face them for a moment. You don't have to be anything, but if you choose to do some of those things, if you choose to heal, if you choose to look at them, you choose to want to change them, then you're going to heal. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm just saying, I know a lot of people that might know the right steps for their healing or enlightenment and do not want to do it yet or not ready. Yes. I'd say of the people that I have talked to and when it comes down to serious illnesses and serious choices, about maybe 40 or 50% will admit that they do not to choose to heal. Yeah. They don't want to suffer and you know, a lot of times they'd like to be maybe happier or richer or have a better partner, but they don't want to do what they know they should do Yeah. in order to heal. They want to perpetuate what's going on. The devil, you know, it's more comfortable. The people that do make a choice to, you know, step out of where they're stuck and see it from a different angle. They do get healed. They, they have miraculous healings. I mean, I was not so long ago, one of those people that my friends were saying, like you would benefit from talk therapy. And I was going like, no, I don't really need that. There's other people that, you know, are more sick than me or, you know, mentally ill that like actually have something going on and I'm fine. And since a few people that I really respected had told me and they're like, well, like everyone could benefit from it. And this was one of the best decisions in my life. And if you have an opportunity to try it, you should try it. Like got in my head enough for me to be like, okay, like maybe, maybe there is something to this. And 
I think it's once you start opening that door to other, just even other patterns of thinking and stuff of, of healing is something that can be greatly beneficial to a happier, healthier lifestyle. Definitely. I have seen people heal from every single modality that I can think of. Mm -hmm. And when many people like to go to healers over and over and over again, which I am really kind of against that on principle, because you don't need to just find another pattern uh, of saying, I'm not in charge here and I need someone else to do it for me. Mm -hmm. But what healing can do for you, um, going to a healer, is oftentimes it just gives the person an opportunity to have a look, like looking through a window and say, yes, I could be different. I could, I could experience the world different. I could have less pain. I could feel better. And sometimes if you go to massage, that's you wake up and, and out of your massage and like, wow, I do need to exercise. I can feel better. I, my pain can go away. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with hands-on healing, sometimes with a good psychologist. Definitely when, you know, you do a soul retrieval, you actually get better, but you also, same thing, have that window. Um, all of these things, that's the main thing about all healing is that it provides you it pulls you out of your stuck space for a long enough time to provide you with the view and the idea that you can make that choice and when you make that choice you're going to be well mm -hmm. your life's going to get better mm -hmm. you're going to be happier yeah i see more whales <laughs> Well, I think like as the new year, we all are trying to better ourselves in some way. I think that's an interesting thing to put in your brain and think about of like, what choice am I going to make to be happier this year? What choice am I going to make to be healthier this year? I think if you're not always reflecting and looking of being better, you kind of get stuck in these like stagnant and depressed energies of it's too hard to change. And I just don't think that that's the case for anyone. No, it can, it can be tremendously better. And I, I'll tell people, I said, look at it. Let's, let's look at this like a one month or a two month project. And you're going to look back and in two months, you're going to say, wow. And people do, they sent me a text. One, one man sent me a text that said, my life is 1000 times better. Mm -hmm. So it can be when, when you make that choice. One of the worst things that make us unhappy in our life and make us ill and keep us from sleeping is that we spend so much mental time going back over things that didn't work out for us. We spend so much time reiterating our losses, telling ourselves, I'm an idiot telling ourselves I'll never, I can never recover. Now I'll never be back to where I was. Uh, telling yourself I have so much pain. I'm never going to get better enough to exercise. All of these statements, all of this kind of thing is in the past or it's projected 
guaranteed negativity in the future. What it isn't is in the present. Mm -hmm. When you make a powerful choice to heal, at that moment, you are in the present. And then anything that you do that brings you more to the present moment is going to empower that healing, empower your, your joy, your laughter, your creativity, your love. All love is in the present moment. All creativity is in the present moment. It's all really about being here and making the choice. And people say, well, I try to do that, but I am so mad at my ex, or I am so mad about the losses I had. I mean, are people even that conscious of the fact that they're so mad about X, Y, Z that had happened in the past when they're telling you these things? Like, Oftentimes, no. I actually was on a phone call and this person started talking about all of their problems and it went on for about four minutes. I couldn't even get a word in edgewise. And then a very weird thing happened. The person then started the same conversation, the same monologue, word for word and said it again. And I was looking at the phone going, oh, this is a new one. And then they did it again a third time. And we're starting on the fourth time when I just disconnected the call and then said the call dropped because I dropped it. And, you know, let's start from right now. Um, this person was so involved in their tragic story and how to deal with it that they weren't even aware that they just repeated themselves mm -hmm. for 15 minutes, like in a loop. They're so stuck in the past that that's the only thing that they see is that very narrow vision of how screwed up how, everything is. Yeah. I don't know how awful it is, how painful it is, how hopeless it is, how someday they might want, they're hoping that something might change. What you can change is right now. You can change right now. I mean, and changing your way of thinking. Yes. Yeah. Bring yourself to the present moment. I've had so many calls over Christmas time, people just calling all distraught. And I wasn't me. I'm not meaning to be sarcastic, but I said, I've got a really good mantra for you. Try this mantra. Hee hee, ha ha, ho ho. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing about that is, if you it's so ridiculous it makes you laugh but you laugh but you're <laughs> in the present it brings you to the present when you choose to start to laugh it creates more laughter it's spontaneous it brings you back to the present moment and even though people think that is completely ridiculous say it out loud and see if it works <laughs> right but it, it's just one of many ways to say wait a minute i'm not I'm not fighting with my ex right now. I'm not in a car wreck right now. I'm not in the hospital where I'm afraid I might wind up. I'm just sitting here and none of that stuff's happening. Yeah. So what if I just came to this moment and chose to heal? What would happen then? What if? What would happen? You would probably heal. You would heal. You would be better. Just by being more in the present. Just by being more in the present. The only place healing can ever happen is in the present. Uh-huh.
It cannot happen in the past. You cannot. Can it happen in the future? It cannot happen in the future. <laughs> it can only happen in the present. Okay. You can't say, okay, I, I need my gallbladder taken out, so I'm going to have it happen right before I divorce my first husband. Okay. You can't do that. It can't, it can't happen in the past. Okay. And if all of your energy is being pulled into the past, then there's no one really paying much attention to what is going on with you in the moment. So what does that look like when your energy is being pulled to the past? What does that do to somebody's chakra system? It derails things. It, it's like if you had a car, brand new car, you want to take it for a drive, and then you just start taking off wheels and see how far you can drive. Um, you you need to have your soul in your body. You need to be in the present moment. And every time you have some gnawing, ongoing worry or anxiety or past memory or hatred all of those things suck energy right out of your chakra so what's going on there so you suck it out of your crown chakra you can't focus you're going to get headaches you suck it out of your third eye and you have your intuition becomes weak um, your inspiration becomes weak you can't see a better solution mm -hmm. you suck it out of your throat chakra and you can't communicate and your thyroid's going to be low mm -hmm. and you're going to be sarcastic and angry you suck it out of your heart chakra and you don't feel love and you don't feel lovable you suck it out of your solar plexus chakra and your material world will not work mm -hmm. i have so many people that wants to have their material world work and it doesn't because they have so much anger and upset and regret and remorse about the material things that didn't go well and they're projecting that into now they're projecting that into now where they're spending every time they think of doing something new they go well that's not going to work it'll be just like what happened before mm -hmm. so they're going back to the past it's a matter of what if you're in the past for your second chakra your relationships don't work you're going to meet the same bad news partner that you have before that you had before and then you'll be saying i knew this wasn't going to work You'll be sitting having an argument and you're going, I knew this wouldn't work because this person is just like that other person. Uh -huh. <laughs> They're saying the same thing. They're doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So how do we catch ourselves in those moments when we say, I knew it was going to happen like this? Look at where you are, whatever you're doing. And realize take a minute to actually realize nothing that you've been thinking about talking about in your brain is happening right now no you may you may have a dream you're going to have a car crash but right now 
the car is not crashing mm -hmm. right now what's happening is you're breathing in and out and your heart is beating and you're focused on that that alone is a very powerful moment for you this is basic the basic tenet of meditation is to just stop the chaos and sit and be in the present but even if you don't want to meditate just stopping and saying of all the things that are going around in my mind what is happening right now even if your current moment is in conflict with someone especially if your current moment is in conflict with somebody when two people start having conflict and start raising their voices or screaming or saying there you go again you know mm -hmm. doing so you always do this you never listen you don't want to try you're stuck you know and you're you're actually starting to accurately describe where each other is which is any place but where you are mm -hmm. so there's no point in carrying on a conflict because neither of you are present mm -hmm. it's not about the other person it's not even about you it's about what happened in 1974 or <laughs> <laughs> so you know why are you arguing with your supposed love of your life and screaming at each other and then later you don't even know what happened mm -hmm. because you weren't present yeah i mean i think conflict resolution could be really hard thing for most people to communicate around you have a big blowout with someone how do you move past those moments and not hold on to what happened well and that's a sad thing when you don't realize you're being pulled in the past and you don't seem to realize that a lot of the issues you think you have don't really have anything to do with your present partner mm -hmm. then you start going off on each other and then you're hurt you feel hurt so now you have a new issue and the new issue is that you're hurting each other mm -hmm. and and then somebody's got to be big enough to get over that and sometimes it you can't recover I mean you could if you're both willing to but oftentimes couples then they start to get to the point it's very difficult to recover because we'll notice that if someone's falsely accused they get irate and very very angry but if they're guilty they stay calm mm -hmm. so you start screaming at each other because you're you're not in the present and you're falsely accusing each other of stuff but that isn't really the root of the problem mm -hmm. yes someone got triggered but it's not really the root of the problem ultimately then the most simplistic way possible if you come to the present your body's going to align you're going to heal how do you stay there i may be hurting and what they say might be hurtful but i will never give them the pleasure of seeing my pain you don't you know you don't need to go back and and go over it or so tell us how it really is <laughs> <laughs> well so you know you can have what you want or you can have your angry past 
but you can't have both Mm -hmm. because they don't exist in the same place. And where do you want to live? Well, where do you you want to live in 1974 screaming at the person who took the Mercedes bandits in the divorce? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or whatever it might be. Whatever it was, you know, or in my view, the wiser choice, you know, like, let's choose where I am, where I physically am. Mm -hmm. And what if that physical place where you are, like, I know a lot of us that live in cities don't always have the nicest apartment or the best living conditions or something in their physical environment they don't like very much. Well, here's the interesting thing. When you really spend a lot of time in the past, you're not very conscious of what's going on. But when you pull yourself to the moment, uh-huh. then you're like, and and you spend enough time, a few minutes breathing and really being in the moment, then look around and you're going to go, whoa, how long have those old potato chips been sitting on the sofa? You know, how how did this place get this dirty? Why are there so many dishes in the sink? How come my clothes are all messed up if you look around and while being present at what your physical situation is it's going to tell you a lot about the level of your own dysfunction Mm. and people that are centered they are clean they clean their clothes are clean they're neat because they aren't spending are more aware of their uh, surroundings they're aware and and they 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 have the time to like do the dishes because they're not just like gone somewhere going round and round uh-huh. and exhausting themselves pulling all your energy the past is so exhausting then you don't want to do what it what it takes to just live in the world in a you know, in a clean and appropriate way. So even if you had the tiniest hovel, even if you were unfortunate enough to be living the way you look, the way you smell, Mm -hmm. how clean your clothes are, and all of that is going to improve everything. When I owned the herb shop and I put out a sign for people to come in for a job interview, I was shocked at the level at which some people would come to an interview. I mean, uh, dirty and their hair uncombed and they looked like they might've been drinking and, you know, and they seemed to think that they were good to go. Yeah. And I think this is because they have no idea. I think that's one thing that I don't like about the area that I grew up is that it's almost like nobody is working towards anything in their life. Everyone's just getting, getting by. I remember I was in the supermarket and I just, it was summertime. I wore a summer dress and I might've put my hair in a ponytail, nothing fancy. Like I don't really do makeup. And the woman at the cashier goes, wow, you look so nice. Like what's the occasion? And I'm like, no, there's no occasion. I just, I'm not wearing leggings like the rest of the people in sweatpants and uncombed hair in the area. And I think 
that's something really apparent of why I wanted to leave that area is because so many people are stuck in a society of non-effort. Well, they're making a huge effort just be stuck. Yeah. But they don't realize it, you know, and, and the answer to the lady's uh, question, you look at your watch and you go, the, the occasion is uh, Thursday, 2 p.m. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I showed up. Yeah, I just showed up today. Yeah. I decided to be here. <laughs> and because I love myself and I'm not spending my time hating myself, why not dress it up a bit? Yeah. And enjoy the moment. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some... Well, one of the things I like people to say in uh, some of the memes that come out that are quite funny is like, dress for the job you want, not for the one you have. And uh, the the joke on that phrase is some people wearing princess gowns and <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> places and things like that. But at the same time, wear what you want and don't let anything get in the way. Well, be true to yourself. And then if you're being true to yourself and you are in the present moment, you're going to have more opportunity. Yeah. Where we, where we lived, you know, in Grants Pass, there was this guy that had been in the war and seemed pretty likely that he, in the Vietnam War, that he had some issues with being inside of buildings or working or various different things. But he did decide he wanted to change his life. So he just started going from house to house, uh, raking people's leaves, you know, just a, a, and, and then I noticed he started to be a little more cleaned up. Mm -hmm. And then I noticed after a while he had his own truck, a little beat up truck, but then he had a truck pretty soon. He had a nicer truck and someone said he, he actually bought a house. Yeah. Well, he just made this choice and just started to get up and be in the moment and look around and start from where you are a little bit like the alcoholic anonymous, you know, day one. Yeah. Day one, I'm here and I'm going to do everything I can to stay here. And when you have a dark thought or you start to find yourself saying, I know why I have headaches. It's because of blah, blah, blah. You go, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm -hmm. That's not me being present. So let's try. I'm going to breathe that thought away, which people have heard me say so many times and breathe in the light. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put my hand on my heart, feel my heartbeat, and I'm just going to be right here. And then you will have realizations about your behavior and you'll know what will heal you, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because I've eaten pizza every day for a month. They're going to help you to feel better. The interesting thing is things can turn around so quick that it feels like a miracle. Mm-hmm. I have seen it happen with many people. I had this one woman. It was one of the first soul retrievals I had ever done. And this woman came in crying to me. This was an appointment I had with her physically. And she was crying and she said, my life's a mess and now I'm losing my apartment. I just lost my job. I was gonna write a book and I can't 
find any inspiration. Uh, um, my lover has left me. All of this stuff. It just went on and on. And I just said to her, okay, let's breathe and let's find out where this all started. We will do a soul retrieval and bring back that part of you that feels hopeless and disenfranchised in like life is impossible. We're going to bring that part of your soul back to this present moment and you're going to heal. So we did that. We did a, did a soul retrieval. And I saw her a month later and she's like, I have a new boyfriend. I'm writing my book. I found a job. My back doesn't hurt anymore. You know, it's just like everything. And I went, wow, you know, that, that really worked. I mean, <laughs> it was great, but she shifted, she shifted. And in that moment when she shifted, all these doors open, all this opportunity opens. A lot of times the problem is that somebody shifts and then they go, well, it's been 20 minutes and I'm still broke. So what the hell? I knew my life was screwed up. I mean, isn't that just going back to the same negative thought pattern? That yes, it you is. Before? Yes, it is. So it takes, it takes some discipline, a little discipline, and it takes the choosing, keep choosing the present moment, keep choosing wellness, keep choosing happiness, keep choosing love. It is all comes down to a choice. Mm -hmm. And then just believing in yourself and don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. I think so often of this woman that came to my farm for vegetables that she, she was a feisty and cranky person, but she had stage five pancreatic cancer and she just suddenly cho chose. I am not going to die. I'm going to live. And part of, of course, her living was to buy organic vegetables from me, which worked out for me too, but, <laughs> <laughs> but she got better. She recovered. And I don't think I'd ever heard of anybody recovering from severe pancreatic cancer. And she said, don't you listen to what anybody says. You listen to what you believe, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and she was adamant about it. Well, I think you hear about those stories of like the incredible recoveries where someone breaks their back in a way that the, the doctors go, you will never walk again. And, you know, especially I think some of these like brilliantly focused athletes are like, that's not an option for me. Mm -hmm. So what do I have to do? to walk. <laughs> my, let's do that. <laughs> my crazy French, uh, yoga teacher. Yeah. This guy, he was even, he, he admitted he, he was a little bit on the crazy side. He just had a very weird sense of humor and he was, he was really unusual. Um, but at any rate, he was going down from the, in the Sierra Nevada mountains, this road coming down from Tahoe on a bike going 70 miles an hour and he flipped and crashed and broke almost every bone in his body. Mm -hmm. He was in the hospital in serious, serious situation for more than six months. And he said, once he got conscious, which actually took him about a month before he was really conscious. Um, he said, 
I, and they said, you're not going to walk and you're not going to be able to do these things. And, um, you know, and it's going to take, and he said, Oh no, no, no. I'm going to choose something else. Yeah. And he, he, remember he told me I got on the phone with my friend and I said, I'm going to need a lot of green food yeah. you know, <laughs> in a blender. I'm going to need some things because I am not going to have this happen. And the tr the, the phenomenal thing about this guy is when I met him, this was several years later, mm -hmm. but he did this funny thing where he'd say he would jump into the air and then he'd say, shout out a yoga position and he'd land in that position. <laughs> oh, oh, whatever it was. I watched him do this. It, it was really amazing. I mean, he was very strong. He was very agile. He was not like, okay, jump downward dog. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and we love doing that. <laughs> this one can't be done, but but it was really, really incredible. He had come back from such a bad situation and he was not in pain. He was laughing. He was happy. He was doing his yoga, but just, uh, just quite amazing. Nothing a little bit of green vegetables can't <laughs> fix, huh? <laughs> well, you choose. And when you start to choose, you, you begin to see or know what your best options are. Right. And, and you begin to understand that. Healing is a choice. Healing is a choice. And it's a choice that you need to make in the now over and over again. Mm -hmm. If you're slipping, you know, some people are very, very present. People that are really successful oftentimes are very focused. Mm -hmm. I was a diamond setter for 27 years and I was really good at it. And I was very, very focused. It was right there. You know, when you're diamond setting and you're putting prongs down on a diamond, you literally have to do it until the diamond squeaks. There's this little, <laughs> and you need to stop right then. So you need to be very, very focused. You can't be thinking about what I'm going to make for dinner while you've got a plier on these diamond. I'll admit a few times when. A diamond I, ended up in crumbly bits. Yes. Yes. I remember I went into my boss and I said, hold out your hand. And I put this dust in his hand and he says, what is that? I said, that's a quarter carat diamond. He said, <laughs> that's an expensive mistake. <laughs> and he said, he said, you know what? Take the rest of the day off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to maintain a job like that, uh, which I did, Focus, be in the present moment. And then you'll do the best job you can do. You'll cook the best food. You'll, you'll have the most joy. You'll have the most joy. Other people will notice that and you'll attract somebody else that's also into joy. Things will get better because you have chosen to be present. Ronald Reagan actually, they asked him one time why he was so successful. And he said, I just show up. I just show up to the job every day. He said, I just show up. He said, I've, I found out that showing up is important. Yeah. Nobody else comes and he's always there. People notice. Yeah. He wound up being president. He showed up. It's a good start. It's also partly what he, uh, attributed his acting career. Mm -hmm. Just he's the one that show up if they need someone for the part and he's the only one there. I think that's a good tip for writer's block or you know lack of 
artistic inspiration or things like that. Like what I say is like, just start. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter what you do. Just start on something. Just put down the pen, put, you know, pick up the paintbrush, you know, pick up the jeweler saw and just start on something. Yeah. Just show up and be here and follow your heart. If you're in the now and you look around and you say, what in this dwelling makes my heart sing? And if there's nothing, then change the dwelling, change or throw it all out and start again and go buy what, buy a new bucket of paint for the walls or something, whatever, do what makes, makes your heart sing in the present moment. Mm -hmm. Your grandfather quit his job during the depression three different times because he looked around and he said, I can get a better job. And people were saying, wow, how can you leave a job when there's so many people looking for a job? And he just knew that he could get a better job. Yeah. And he looked around and he said, I can choose to have what I want and it's there for me and I'm going to go get it. Yeah. I mean, I think when it comes to, the jobs that we hold, some people get stuck in a role or a job and they are afraid that they can't ever change it because they've worked towards this and they feel like they can't have it if they leave and mm-hmm. they can't get something new. But I always felt like if you got it the first time, you could get the job back a second time. Yeah, you can. And if you want a different job, then make it happen man take the show up when i wanted that jewelry job with a a person i worked for for many many years i got it by calling him and seeing charles i've got a great idea why don't you take me to lunch and i'll discuss what with you why i'm going to be your next jeweler Mm -hmm. and later he said he only hired me because he said how can you not hire someone that makes you buy them lunch to interview them The level of confidence you have to have to call someone up to be like, take me to lunch. I know. I don't is know. Is enough, why I think, I for that, most but... people <laughs> to be like, okay, <laughs> they'll either take you to lunch or they'll never talk to you again. <laughs> I think that a lot of times people do not treat their employers like someone that they are on a level with, but rather like this sort of evil dictator that, uh, you know, is not human. And, and the truth is, again, in the now, you're just the same. You're just two people. And when you're present, you, you know, you feel more bold and, and you rise up into your authority, who you really are. And they like that, Mm -hmm. you know, they like that. Every time I've ever gone on an interview, I focus on the person in the present and say, Hey, I want to make you a big success because that'll be successful for me too. They usually say you're hired. (laughs) (laughs) They love to hear that. (laughs) Yeah. Not like I hope I, uh, I hope I earn enough money so I can leave here and go to Hawaii. Yeah. They don't want to hear that kind of thing. (laughs) Give it a try. 2024. Make some money and go to Hawaii. And do diving. (laughs) Do some diving. Highly recommend. 10 out of 10 experience. Be in the present and find out what your heart, what makes your heart sing.
because you will be able to hear your heart sing. Choose healing by Choose being it. in the present. Be in the present. Be in the now. Be in the now. Because that's the only place that's real. Is the now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about the astral? You can be in the now in the astral if you want. That's not impossible. Yeah. Okay. You can be in the now on a bus in the astral. Why is the past not real? You're just bringing up all these philosophical <laughs> questions. Well, you know what? They found out that people don't even really remember the past accurately. And you take five people that are in the, in the room and ask them a year later what happened, and every story is going to be different. Yeah. It's not only not real, it's distorted. Yeah. But if your hand's on your heart and your belly's going up and down and you're breathing, that's real. And that is the perfect spot to be in for magic, for love, for money, for joy, for entertainment, creation, inspiration, and bake a cake. <laughs> Anything you want to do. Okay. What kind of cake are you making? I always like German chocolate cake. I like all that coconut nuts and everything. Well, on that note, let's go bake a cake. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> let's go bake a German chocolate cake from scratch. Okay. <laughs>